Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Boy Lies here. Book and Wrestling Podcast. We are back. We're putting audio to faces or faces to audio. What's up? We are here. My name's Elias, and here's my boy, Kristan, here next to me. So we are back after a brief hiatus. We are ready to keep you entertained. Man, it's been an interesting week. Yes, it has. Well, interesting month. Month. Actually, a month. AEW All Out, um, NXT TakeOver UK. Ooh. What else? The uh, what else? Resurgence what? of the Fiend. It does um, fiend. <laughs> man, what, let's get a little sports record. So, interesting stuff. Today, the Raiders let go of Antonio Brown. Not even like thirty minutes. Not ago. even third. Like a, not even an hour, hour ago. Day. We found out that Antonio Brown done signed to the Patriots. The Patriots. Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. I, just to be comical, Antonio Brown just literally said "fuck you" to the Raiders and hold on, hold on, Elias, I got something for you. Keep talking, I got you. He literally just said "fuck you" and just went there and just signed with the Patriots. Bill Belichick must be a happy man right now because he got one of the best wide receivers in the league. Let's so. do it, baby. Oh, Let's Lord. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> you know what that means, right? I'm sorry. Let me get back in full form. You know what time it is, people. You know it's time to get another Super Bowl. Ooh, might have to do a, you know, back to back. It's getting a little tight on you, there, bro. No, 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 never that, never that. But yeah, so uh, breaking news today: Antonio Brown signs with Patriots after being released from the uh, Raiders this morning. So interesting stuff, interesting dynamic that's going on. Yeah, because I didn't know if he was gonna get. I mean, first the first thing was he was gonna get suspended, and then they said, "Never mind, we gonna let him go." And then, like, not even dang, he literally went not to the Patriots. Twelve hours later, he ends up he ends up signing with the with the Patriots. So, uh, the NFL just got interesting this year. Very. So, um, but yeah, we're back. So, man, let's talk about what's been going on. How do you feel about Raw and SmackDown now that that they're letting Heyman and um Eric and Bischoff. Bischoff in charge? Like, do you feel it's better? Do you feel that it's about the same? Or do you feel it's like let's give it a minute? Let's give it a minute because I, I I feel that it's gotten a little bit better on Raw side. On yes, the Raw side, SmackDown too. I, SmackDown. I, SmackDown's been consistently good. It's just that it's that's why we're like okay, it's, it's about the same. So, but you and but but I will say this: you kindly know the difference. You can tell the difference as far as uh, screenwriting and such. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen within the uh, upcoming months. You know, going in, you know, of course, going in towards Hell in a Cell, we're going to see how that pans out. And, uh, you know, so we're going to see what the SmackDown side is going to do also. That is true. We're actually waiting to see exactly what's going to happen. Um, I'm interested to see what's going on with this um, Becky Lynch and well, the four horsewomen situation. Yeah. Sasha Banks bank? came back with a fucking binge. With a binge with that blue hair. So if you've been in, under a rock somewhere, Sasha Banks comes back a couple of weeks ago, you know, with her regular gimmick, uh, comes out, hugs Natalia, turns on Natalia, comes out with a brand new blue hair and just molly walks, like beats the living crap out of Natalia. Becky Lynch comes in for the save and literally gets beat down with a chair he she actually got hit with the chair in the head i don't know if you noticed that I see it. she like literally got hit hit with the chair in the head and then bailey and then well let, let's, let's okay. go back okay. to that so then um a couple, like last week on raw um it was a tag team match between uh was it uh alexa bliss and nikki cross versus Correct. bailey and uh becky lynch um sasha came out and distracted distracted becky and then once that happened um, she just came out and forced a DQ on um, to make Becky and Bailey win. Interesting stuff before Raw went out the air Saturday, Monday night. Bailey turned heel mm. and literally mopped the floor with Bailey with Becky Lynch with that chair. From a hugger to a thugger. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> and then, then interestingly enough, on Tuesday. They t- they basically turned the t- the tables on Charlotte and just beat the shit out of her too. Mm-hmm. Man, this new Boz and Hug connection is pretty interesting. This women's evolution is gonna be very interesting. Yeah. So Monday, so tomorrow, so Monday. It's not tomorrow. I'm thinking today is Sunday, but Monday night it is the four horse women match. It's Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks and Bailey. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting. I want to see what the boss is gonna do, honestly. So I, I like this new boss. I know I love this new this new look that she has, this new persona that she has. So it's pretty interesting. We'll see what happens with that. So man, what else has been going? AW All Out. Woo! And then I, did you see the did you see the preview that they had on to with TNT with with TNT? Yeah, I like I liked it. 
It, it was a little interesting. It, it, it you know, it, it got my attention. Yeah, it did. It did. So, it did. So here's my here's my feelings about um, AEW still. Like, I still have that reservation with them because they still like yes, the matches are good. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, the Cody versus uh, Sean Spears match was awesome. The the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks is pretty much one of the matches of the night. But it still has that like that. All right, we're competing against WWE, even though they say they aren't. They're still like throwing no shot. They're still like. They're basically like, like it still feels like it's not. They're not doing their own thing. It still it feels that they're still trying to go for WWE. Right, they're still trying to take shots at them. Yeah, so it's like W. But they get mad. They're like, well, WWE counter programmed with uh, NXT on USA. Of course. Okay, that's not true. Think about it. WWE NXT has been on WWE Network on Wednesdays right. from seven to eight o'clock for the past couple of years. With this new deal with Fox, they had to have they had to do something to not lose the USA contract. So what do you think? You're gonna put NXT on USA for two hours and make it make it good. Exactly. So, you know, for them to say that they're countering is kind of a no no because of the fact that it, it, NXT has been running on U on WWE Network on Wednesday. Well, yeah, for quite for quite a long for, time. For long, quite a long time. So, you know, it's kind of redundant for the AEW fan base just be like oh WWE is countering no that's not it right but I am going to say this though I'm glad that NXT is on USA so obviously it's going to get if it hasn't already which I honestly I don't think it's anything going to change I think that honestly it's going it's going to get more exposure than what it is even though WWE now has been getting exposure anyway it, it's been getting exposure yeah. it's just getting exposure on uh, the right levels in my opinion correct my only thing about it is a lot is like I'm calling it right now. I'm expecting some drastic changes with NXT. Not the stuff that we're used to. You know what we're used to. You know, with WWE Network, they have their own form now. Do whatever you want to do on the WWE Network. Now that they're on a broadcasting level, I just, I, my only thing is, I just hope they don't become, I don't want them to be raw. How about that? I doubt that because, okay, uh, okay. Because Triple H still is keeping control of NXT. And that's all I'm glad. As long as he's doing that, I'm glad, I'm glad about that. You know, but let's just see, how, let's just see how this works out. I mean, I don't expect a lot of changes, but I don't want them to be on that PG type stuff. That's all I'm asking. Keep everything the same. Don't change they, nothing. I don't think anything's going to change from NXT. I think I wanted to see another hour added to NXT because there's they have some at the roster that they have is so big, even with the developmental people. Right. Like I mean, you you don't even call it developmental anymore. Yeah, you the don't. PC's there to develop people. But honestly, you have NXT has a third brand now. NXT has proven itself to be its own brand apart from from the regular the regular Raw and SmackDown that we Correct. see every day. Correct. Correct. So like I said, like I said, I don't expect a lot a much change at all. I just want to just like I said, just keep everything the same. Keep everything. I doubt it. I, I doubt anything will change. Um, if it does, it'll probably be for the better, in my opinion. We'll see. We'll see so, what happens. So, um, it's interesting to see what's gonna happen. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I know for the next couple of weeks, I think two weeks when they actually de- debut on the network on mm-hmm. the USA, they're gonna do an hour on USA and then they're gonna do an hour on WWE Network. I don't um, mind. I don't so mind while that. they transition it into a two-hour series on the USA completely, I don't mind that at all. So I, I don't mind at all. No, you know, in the fact, I mean, and just like you said, the fact that they're still they're gonna still gonna translate some of that stuff to the WWE Network. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. So. You know, like I said, as long as everything stays the same, we're good. So it's interesting to say, it's been a wonderful year of wrestling, hasn't it? And of course, and uh, and AEW um, comes to TNT on October second, so Ooh. it's gonna be interesting to see what's gonna happen with them. I'm pretty interested to see exactly what AEW is gonna bring to the table as far as as far as television wise. Um, see how their storylines play out. See how everything plays out with them because. I, I honestly I see B and the Elite. I watch B and the Elite, and I see what they do when they try to do like the um the rivalries. Right. So it, it it's pretty it's I'm pretty I'm pretty interested to see exactly what's gonna happen. Now they have the their next pay per view, which is Full Gear coming up. Yes, sir. And they actually have uh, Chris Jericho versus uh, Cody for the AEW Championship. I like that. I like it, but I pretty much wish that they would like. I guess they, they didn't get that the the pop that they wanted with a hangman right as when they try to push him so i think they're trying to go with somebody established mm-hmm. 
So, I, I I see the purpose of them putting Cody versus versus uh, Jericho, but I would want to see somebody else. I think right now, as far as with the fact that they're moving into TNT, I think they're just trying to like I don't want to say stay in their lane, but I want to say they're trying to be cautious about it because you know, like you said, they tried to do the stuff with Hangman. Obviously, they didn't pan out like they wanted to. So obviously, they're gonna put in they're gonna put in Cody. I mean, honestly, let's call it what it is. Cody Cody at this point he didn't establish himself to the point where AEW wise, he's trying to be like that. And can, can we say antagonist? Can no, say I, let's put it like this: Cody and and Bully Ray on um his on their talk on their uh talk show mm-hmm. that they have busted open. He he said it pretty well. Cody is this generation's Dusty Rhodes. I can see that. Yeah, because yeah. if you yeah. if, if, yeah. You, know, if you noticed, and yeah. it's not even the name. It's not even him being the son of of Dusty Rhodes. It's just the way that his psychological ring ring psychology works. Like think about the people that he's faced. Think about when he faced um, what was that first person he faced? When he faced his brother, uh, when he faced Dustin, that that had a reasoning behind it. When he faced Sean Spears, that has a reasoning behind it. Like you know, there's always a story backstory to, to to tell between those those matches that he's had. Of course. So for him to pick up, think about it when he faced at all in when he faced um uh. Uh, what's his name? The eight, the NWA champion. Um, what's his name? Uh, Mickey James's husband. Um, fuck. I keep, I keep forgetting his name. I, I need to start keeping back up with. Um, I need to start keeping back up with um, NWA. Mm-hmm. We've been we've been on we've been on it with WWE for so long, so long, and then the uh, product of uh, AEW. So, Nick Aldis, that's his name. So when Nick Aldis, the the story behind the the NWA Championship, um, the tw- the the twelve pounds of gold, like you know, that that story behind it was the, the that's the whole Rhodes family history behind it and the NWA Championship and stuff like that, that built up to it. Then the build up to him and Dustin, there it was legit heat between both of them, and then the, now the chair shot that was heard around the world with um Sean Spears just literally cracking his cold open. And the whole match itself, like, I, I, I'll admit it, the, uh, Cody is, Cody is this generation's Dust, Dustin, not Dusty, but not Dustin, but Dusty Rhodes. Correct. He's living up to his family's name on his psychology. With that, that's what, what makes me have, that's what makes me have a positive outlook for AEW because if they can just stop throwing shots at WWE and just do do their they, own thing, their own thing without worrying about WWE, they're fine. Exactly, they'll be fine. But the more that they keep making fun of shit, the more that they keep like throwing shots and stuff like that. Right. Like you know, WWE starting to take them as a real right. like a real competition. So. Exactly. So why they um so why AEW trying to throw throw bullets? WWE is gonna come back and start throwing bazookas. That's what I'm saying. As long as they stay, like I said, as long as they stay in their lane and just do their own thing, don't well, worry about WWE. Think about it like this: the, um, the same day that All Out happened, the in the um, WWE NXT UK had their um, NXT Takeover Cardiff. Right. Match of the night was Walter versus Tyler Bate. Like if you've ever seen like a like a like a like a David versus Goliath battle, yes, Walter won, but Tyler Bate literally brought it to him like from start to finish. Anytime Walter got the upper hand, Tyler just came back fighting and fighting and fighting. That that literally was like went almost in forty five minutes just to just straight action. Like I've never seen Walter get manhandled like that. Like, mm. like usually Walter is the dominating figure in in the match, and that and this this match was actually like one of those one of those heavy hitter slobber knockers. Like even Kylie Ray versus uh, Tony Storm, like the mm-hmm. backstory on how how that built up and how it went. Like Kylie Ray won, but that backstory of how they were friends and then they just best friends traveled everywhere in Japan and everything and just turned and then it turned into what it was like that backstory was good the the tag team championship match was like also pretty like the whole card was stacked the whole card was pretty much freaking awesome like mm-hmm. I compared to to the card that a that all out had mm-hmm. NXT UK beat him again like there's no you when it comes down to takeovers I don't think and I don't think 
I don't think AEW's yet to reach the AEW to reach NXT with their takeovers. Correct. But like main I said, roster, yes, there's some there. It's like it, a it's getting it's like it's, it's getting there, but it's still like a roller coaster, right? Because regardless of the of the match of the storylines that happen with WWE main roster, the matches are still badass. Correct, and that's one thing that I I keep saying like, yes, the storyline sucked, but the matches you cannot deny the matches like SummerSlam, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. That was a good match. I that was the first time in a long ass time I've actually seen a decent a, a match, decent match from Brock Lesnar. Yes. without him being like just being the, 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 the shit that dominant, that dominant individual. Exactly. So, you know, for that shit to happen, you know, it's pretty interesting. I, I I'm pretty much I I'm, I can pretty much say it was a pretty pretty solid match altogether. So Clash of Champions is coming up. Yes, sir. So. It, it's going to be a actual interesting uh, 2019 Clash of Champions is actually going to be interesting. Um, let's see what's let's take a look at the um, card right quick. What's set up so far from the card? It's going to be Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Do you think that this might be the end of Becky Lynch's reign as champion? I think so, honestly. You know, we got to have some competition against the man. So, as far as I'm concerned, you know, Sasha's going to, obviously, I think Sasha, in my opinion, is going to take the belt. You know, it's going to be it's gonna be a stretch, but I think I think she's going to take the belt. Assuming we got Bailey at ringside, maybe, you know, we'll see. But Bailey has her own match that night, too. We'll see. She has, um, she's going against, um, Charlotte. So, SmackDown Women's Championship on the flip side is Charlotte versus Bailey for the Women's Championship. Ooh. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so here's the interesting part. The there's double duty coming on for Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Right. So Braun, Braun and uh, Seth are tag team Raw tag team champions. They're going against the team of Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. So they got to get through that match, and then next they go against each other for the Universal Championship. Championship. So, I think shit's gonna break down in that. She's gonna hit the fan. Yeah, shit's gonna hit the fan. And yeah, I I predict new tag team champions for the Raw side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Braun Strowman might take the belt. I think it's about time they finally put the. It belt might on. be because, or I think so too. Because I prediction where it wins is gonna get is going to get knocked out by the Fiend. Mm. After that match yeah. is over, the Fiend will show up and literally take out whoever wins, whoever the champion is. I can see that. I can't. I I say Seth will retain. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. You say Braun will retain, so we'll see. Yeah, I think it's about time they finally put the belt so, on, on Braun. And but the thing about it is, I see how they pushing the Fiend, so we'll see what happens with that. Well, the Fiend there, if the Fiend already made the challenge. So the fiend already said whoever wins out of Braun and um, Braun and Seth, I want next, and yes. they're probably gonna give them quote this. unquote. See you in hell. See you in hell. Hell mm-hmm. himself. So all right, so Charlotte versus Bailey, I think Bailey might retain with the help of Sasha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking. But all right, here's another match: Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Ooh. I mean, this isn't the first time Kofi uh, Orton oh, had first, it. Well, they they had their match at SummerSlam, and mm-hmm. you know how that ended. All right. So the storyline has been getting a little intense, especially mm-hmm. when adding the revival to the mix. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I think mm, I think Orton might bring it in. Uh, I see Orton. Today. I still think Kofi might retain. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I think Orton might take this one. That's just that's just me. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Alright, so let's go. Uh SmackDown Tag Team Championships, New Day versus Xavier Woods and Big E versus the Revival. I think the Revival. 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 Alright. Then you got the Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke Nakamura versus the Miz. With Sami Zayn as his new Nakamura's new new mouthpiece, I think Nakamura might actually retain. Yeah. Nakamura Shinsuke might take that one. All right, so we got Cruiserweight Championship, Drew Gulak versus Humberto Carrillo and Lince Dorado. What do you think? I think he retains. You think so? Yeah, Drew Gulak has been doing a great job as champion. I actually like him as as champion. So 
we still haven't added a U.S. title match, but I think it's going to probably be AJ Styles versus um, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, okay. Or somebody, they'll put somebody in the mix. Now, the grudge match, which I think, which it's going to, it's already confirmed, Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. So, Eric Rowan turned on Daniel Bryan. Yeah. That took the full blame for attacking Roman Reigns. And literally demolished both Roman Reigns and um, and Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. I think I think Roman I Reigns, saw that coming and I fucking loved. I it. see it. I saw it coming too. As I said, I think Roman gonna Roman gonna win that one. I don't know. I think Roman might win that one. Roman Eric Roman. Mm. I, I think Eric Rowan might re- reunite with the Fiend. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking about that. I I, I foresee a white white family reunion. So, but I w- but I want to see how it works out though because you know with the uh with the dent with the uh I want to see how the dent, how the fiend how the uh Bray Wyatt episodes are gonna be with the uh, Wyatt family reunion. We'll see. Hey, it's interesting to see it. So I'm pretty much interested to see exactly what's gonna happen with that. So I, I think I think it'll be good. Okay. I can see, I can see that it's gonna be a very interesting match. I mean, it would be nice to see the other uh, Wild Family, for uh, Wild Family reunion. It would. I just with Luke Harper's contract, it, it yeah, would be I was, the Wyatt, the Wyatt's without Luke Harper. I didn't so think about that. You think he might? You think he might renew his contract? I don't know. He's has he's been sitting at home for the past couple of months. So, so uh, if they let him go or whatever, we don't know what's gonna happen with his stuff. So. We'll see what happens. That's a pending status. So, but all right. So we're kind of halfway through our show. Like always, we like to give a shout out to all our hookah, our hookah enthusiasts. Right now, we are smoking. I am smoking what I call the um, perfect um, tan, tan, the tang, the tri, the tri, the tri tang, the tri tang combination. Ooh. It's dirty mint from trifecta. It is cane mint from Tangiers and experiment from Tangiers. Dang, that's a that's a wonderful combination. Yeah, I'm over here. Mint. I'm just smoking the passion food from streaking streakingly fresh. That's it. From um, Fumari. Fumari. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're pretty much getting the session in. Um, just trying to get it. Shout out to all our hookah vendors. So shout out to Texas Hookah, our boys at Texas Hookah. If you're ever in Houston, just make sure you pass by. The, um, Texas hookah, they have a lounge as well that's open two to ten every day. Um, swing by some of the best hookah bowl makers out in the in the in the city of Houston. So if you ever get a chance, uh, swing by Texas hookah. They are located down on the south side of town. Yes, so sir. If you're ever down there, go down to 8413 on Road. Um, you'll see a Texas hookah sign behind it is the two Texas hookah lounge sign. Uh, so go down there, enjoy. Um, they have some of the best. They have pretty much everything. They have Tangiers, Trifecta, um, uh, Fumari. Uh, they pretty much have some of the best brands, some of the best hookah brands out there. Um, they carry Regal. They carry um, Migs. They carry um, pretty much all. I, I guess we could say all all the top hookah. Oh, they have all the top hookah flavors, all the top hookah equipment that you need. Go in there and give them a sh- go in there and swing by. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, they also have a rewards program. So when you go over there uh, with the Five Star app, so if you go down there, you get points for every purchase. So every purchase, when you get to a certain level, you get free rewards from them. Um, they also send you birthday rewards. Same thing with the Hookah Lounge. Every time you go in there, you get a point for every bowl that you smoke. You get ten bowls, you get one for free. So shout out to our boys. Right, so shout out to our boys from the from the Facebook groups, Hookah University. Shout out to y'all, man. Hookah University. Shout out to Travis. Shout out to Jeremy. Shout out to Paul, shout out to everybody at Hookah University. Hookah Savages as well. Um, best meme pigs I've been a part of. Keep my ass laughing every day. <laughs> so, also shout out to all our vendors. Hookah John, Five Star Hookah, Hookah Dash, Shisha, um, Hookah, Hookah Junkie, and um, what else am I missing? I think, that was, I think that was all of them. I think. There's another one. Um, Unless I'm missing something, wait a minute. No, that's it. Yeah, Hookah John, Five Star. Hookah Shisha, Hookah University. No, um, Hookah uh, Hookah Junkie. If I'm missing you, don't 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 feel bad. I have bad memory. Um, but yeah, shout out to all those Hookah vendors. Um, if you're if you're in out the states or if you're in somewhere outside of Texas, and go to either one Hookahjohn.com, go to HookahShisha.com, 
go to five star hookah.com go to um good at goodjunkies.com so yeah yeah man so yeah but what's been so what with nxt going to nxt going to um usa and 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 aw coming to tnt mm-hmm do you think this would be a nostalgia to the Monday Night Wars, but this time the Wednesday Night Wars? Well, this is how I feel about it. it oh, yeah. I for, fuck, I forgot. Shout out to Pharaoh Hookahs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's so, yeah. Shout out to Pharaoh Hookahs. So, just so you know, um, this week, I actually won a contest that they had. So, Pharaoh Hookahs was holding a contest where they give away Labor Day giveaway. Um, so, I'm actually getting something from them this next week. And I'll be actually creating a video on on our Who Can Wrestle podcast page and also on our um, our actual on my personal page. Um, I'm creating some pictures, posting pictures, posting videos on. So I already have a Pharaoh catalyst and a Pharaoh actual Pharaoh bowl, like uh, actual not bowl but a Pharaoh base. So I will be creating a video with all the Pharaoh stuff. I'll probably be smoking. Um, I'll probably be smoking pine rocks and mint off those bows. Ooh, that's yeah. Sound good. So that's been my designated um, actual um, pine rocks and all that. Those high flavors, kind of like light loose flavors. So, yeah. Shout out to Hookah, to Pharaoh's Hookah. Um, we'll become matching with more videos for them. So, yeah. But, yeah. Back to what we we're saying. Do you think that this will bring back the nostalgia to the Monday Night Wars? Not necessarily. And I only say I only say that because, like I said, we're just try, right now AEW. They're still getting their foot in the door. Once they get established on the network, then we'll, it will determine then whether or not it's a nostalgia to the Monday Night Wars. Well, it's getting. I, I'm not saying that it's not getting there, but I'm just saying give it time. Once they get their ducks in a row, as far as you know, uh, ratings and all that great stuff. Once they get to uh, TNT, I believe that you know we'll see. I don't want to say nostalgia, but we'll see. Obviously, now obviously they ain't gonna be. On the show, known if, if they, as long as they don't stop taking shots. But I see, I see them. I, I don't want to say a Monday Night War, but I see a little bit of competition slash alternative. Alternative. So if it's gonna be on TNT, all they're gonna do is what? Turn the channel. Let's see what ADW is talking about. Okay, ADW is not working. Let's see what WWE is talking about. And then the fact that NXT is come NXT is gonna be on USA also. I don't think honestly. I don't think obviously. I don't think it's gonna be a competition wise. But we'll. See, but we are paying attention. We are. I, I can attention. agree. I, I think I think that AEW has a long way to go before they can actually say like it's a full out war. Correct. Um, but I don't even think it's a war. I think right now the wrestling industry is winning with having this much competition. I mean, you have New Japan, you have Ring of Honor, you have Impact is actually doing better, um, regardless if they found a home for them or not for on TV. But they're still they're still doing great as far as their matches and storylines. They're pretty uh, they're pretty good. Um, you still have um, was that MLW? You still have Reality Wrestling. You still have um, all these indie companies. Um, you still have NWA, correct? Plus WWE and AEW. So it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Exactly, it's um, a wonderful year I, for wrestling. I think regardless of the fact that we're talking about it has competition, um, I want to see both com- all companies succeed because of the fact that it's it's wrestling. It is. It, and for has a wrestling fan has a wrestling fan. I love seeing all this. Um, I love seeing all the competition. Even if it, even if it's competition, I love seeing all these all these companies just try to try to show out for the public. Like um, I, I can actually say like New Japan has their own thing going on. Um, even though people stopped paying attention since the Bullet Club left, like not the Bullet Club, but the Elite left. Um, you know, you still Japan, taking notice. They still take notice of New Japan. They still have they still have great heels. They still have great people. Bullet Club is still alive. And Tama Tonga and them are doing a great job of just keeping the Bullet Club name alive. Correct. So, you know, it's go- it's going. And um, then not only that, you're taking into consideration, too, it's not like back in the day. Now, what you know with social media and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube now, that now, now it's like it's starting to get more exposed as to see how, you know, wrestling has become more than just a household name. So. Yeah. Speaking of which, Undertaker actually was on, um, I think it was ESPN Game Day this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so it. today is the the official UT Go Longhorns Hook'em Horns yes, um, versus LSU Tigers. <sighs> at, uh, they're playing tonight at Austin. So it's going to be an interesting game. Let's see if Tom Herman has actually brought up the, the Longhorns to beat the LSU. Mm. It's an interesting game. 
Very, very interesting. Ooh. I'm sticking with the Longhorns, so. Of course. Hook them. Hook them. So, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much that's that's pretty much interesting. They actually did the pyro for him, and they did everything for him. He came, <laughs> out, he came out. He had a UT shirt on. He throw up the hook and horns and everything. Mm. You, know, you know he lives in Austin. He lives in Austin, so. so it was just a short drive for him, so, and he got paid for it, too. So it's, Exactly. But you, but my question is, speaking, speaking of the Undertaker, so what you what you think, Elias? You think we might see an Undertaker and Sting this year? You think so? I mean, I so, so assuming that Sting is medically cleared, of course. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I want him to retire. I want both. I, I want him to retire also. I think he's had his run. Because I honestly, I'm thinking to my, because I've been thinking for the past couple of weeks, what else does he have to prove? He ain't going for no titles. I mean, obviously he just he got the he, legends he's contract. Coming, he just goes back and forward has a right. nostalgia. So right. it's kind of like putting when they bring the legends. Mm-hmm. So he's he's above legendary status. He's goat status. So. When every time they bring him in, it's good. So. Exactly, he's gonna he's gonna sell out seats. Yeah, you know. And as far as I'm concerned, well, this week they're they're taping both Raw and SmackDown from the MSG. So first time in a while they actually had a live broadcast from the Madison Square Garden. So exactly. And then also take this consideration. This is I think this was the, this previous for WrestleMania. I think this was the first time we didn't see the Undertaker. Is that, if I remember correctly, we didn't see him in this past WrestleMania. No, that's what I'm saying. Did we? No, no, no. Uh uh-uh. uh he didn't have a match or nothing. Nope, he didn't. He didn't. We saw John Cena, but that was when he went against Elias, but that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is the first time we saw uh, WrestleMania without The Undertaker. Exactly. First time seeing, I mean, I, I'm not talking about, I mean, obviously he wasn't there during when DX back in, during the Attitude Era. I didn't think that one match, but other than that, that was it. Yeah, so it, it's pretty much, it's going to be interesting. Hmm, but let's see what. But you know what? I, I'm still. I, I'm. I'm still holding out hope. A little late to the party, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. It's pretty. It's gonna get interesting. So, but yeah, I mean, Raw and SmackDown are from MSG this week. Two weeks. Is it two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Sixteen. Madison Square. Madison Sixteen for next week. No, wait. When is that? Um, Triple A is actually coming to Madison Square Garden. So, yeah, nine fifteen. So nine fifteen, Lucha Libre Triple A invades NYC at Madison Square Garden. Mm. It is t- Sunday, September fifteenth. We have no matches announced yet, but you get with the prize VIP package for six hundred bucks, you get one premium reserve ticket, rows one through five. Surround the ring, meet and greet with and photo ops with select luchadors, access to pre-show VIP lounge, uh, green screen photo opportunity, virtual lucha libre wrestling ring, app, app, assorted um, appetizers and desserts, cash bar, one drink ticket, lucha libre mask, uh, lucha libre poster, commemorative lounge laminate, pre-show merchandise shopping, VIP host, so. Yeah, don't sleep on Lucha. Oh no, AAA is doing pretty well, and I and I, I think we might see a sh- uh, some people from AEW pop pop up because you know AEW and AAA have that uh, good relationship. relationship the working so. relationship, I don't yeah. know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, still, like I said with AEW, you know, what, what all the stars are gonna come out. So you know, like I said, this is a good, this is a wonderful, a wonderful time for wrestling. Hell yeah! But <laughs> <laughs> you know, I also want to see a, now. Let's talk about this. Okay. So WWE had a tryout that was canceled because of Hurricane Dorian. So interesting enough. Shout out to the performance center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting enough, a name that popped up that was there that I've been wanting to see in WWE TV, mm-hmm. Scarlett Bordeaux. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. And let's just call it what it is. Every time, every time a star come, a woman stars from another company come to WWE, best believe you know WWE trying to put some uh. Put some money together so we can get them in the ring. Yep. So now yeah. where they now if they go to in it, no, whether it's NXT or the main. Well, roster, I think with NXT like going to USA, I think they'll try to do their best to keep their stars there. Right. I, I don't see the um, undisputed era. I don't see Street Profits. I don't see none of those guys going Moving. to the main roster for a while. Mm-hmm. And it might be like actual N- NXT and Bates main roster. It might actually, you know, what I would like to see Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. NXT versus the main roster WWE. It's a stretch, but look. how? 
This is. I mean, I don't. I mean, it'd be it'd be lucrative, but I'm just saying. I, Think about it. Top five stars from N, from NXT. You got Adam Cole, Velveteen mm-hmm. Dream, Tommaso Ciampa. I'm telling you, Matt I want to see. I want to see Velveteen Dream on the main roster for some reason. Nah. I want to keep him in NXT. He's doing a great job. So you think about it. You got Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream. You got Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, I'm telling you, I'm calling you. At some point, he's going to make it to the the roster. But them five versus Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, uh, Samoa Joe, and Braun Strowman. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And what's the status? What's the status on on, uh, Rusev anyway? I don't know. That's weird. I think they're trying to restructure his contract. Yeah, that's what I'm. That was that's what I was thinking about. And then you see him cut the hair and everything. So. Yeah, he he did, he's been on a brief hiatus. So I can see. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how they work how they work that out. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty interesting. Let's see what happens with that one. I hope Rusev comes back. They actually did. Um, they they Lana posted a question on. Um, Lana posted a question on her IG the other day and said, should they resign or should they take their talents elsewhere? Um, so I really do want to see them back on WWE TV. I don't mind that at all. It seems Rusev's been getting, like, fucking ripped. Ripped, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He didn't, got, he, he didn't rip it down. He didn't cut the hair. Let's see what happens, you know. The barbarian brute. <laughs> Rusev. Machka. <laughs> hey, it's good. Well, shout out, to, shout out! But I will say this though: I, I, if I see Rusev, if I if I want Rusev back, I probably put him SmackDown. Yes, yeah, SmackDown, SmackDown. Because I don't see who he would face. I don't see who he would face it face on Raw. I mean, I'm quite sure there's more. There's more. There's a lot of opportunities, but I'd rather see him on SmackDown. Every, each roster has their own thing. Correct. Wonderful time for wrestling. And I also I was watching the uh, YouTube that he had with a exact with a Triple H had with Xavier when they were talking about what game he used to play, what game uh, Triple H used to play in his downtime. Yeah. One of the things that I was like he said he mentioned was Metal Gear Solid. Oh yeah, Metal Gear Solid. And my favorite Metal Gear Solid was the Sons of the Patriots. Sons of, yeah, Sons of the Patriots. But I, I mean, I can, I can honestly, jokingly, I can see Triple H being one of the. I can see him being liquid. Yeah. Yeah, I can see him being liquid. I thought about that years ago. I was like, hey, Triple H being liquid and Metal Gear Solid. And in fact, he used to play the game. Shoot, well, he is the game. But yeah, he is the game. But it's like you know, I just I would. I would never have thought about it. I wouldn't have thought one of the games he liked to play is uh, Metal Gear Solid. Think about it is he said he couldn't get past one of the levels. I was like, shoot. Triple H a real one. That's why he's the best in the, the best best in the business. I'll put it like the Triple H's history with WWE and the way he his psychology and the people that actually made him have made him into a dangerous weapon. Exactly. So think about it. His ring psychology and the way he runs NXT is really, literally how the Indies used to run back in the day. Exactly. The, the storylines, everything. Like the matches is it, it it reminds you of nostalgic at the old wrestling with a with a, with a twist to add to accommodate the new audience. Exactly. So like when you have stars, when you make stars, you make stars like fuck, um, Braun Strowman. You make the Wyatt family. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. The Shield. I mean, yeah, think shield. about it because like I mean, Seth Rollins and John Moxley had careers before that. They were well known. Um, same thing with a- AJ Styles. Like well, AJ Styles kept straight up. But when you have like everybody, Cedric Alexander come up like that, like it, it, it shows how well, how good he, he knows how to, um, it shows how well he, he thinks, how well he, he runs his, his how he plan. runs the business. Yeah. How he runs his business, how he thinks of the business exactly. and with the partnership they have with Evolve, like the, the Evolve champion actually signed with a developmental deal with, with WWE. So he's at the performance center. So then you got then he finally signed Santana Garrett, a person that I've been wanting him to sign for a long time. Right. So you, you I mean they El Hijo de Fantasma from AAA came finally signed with WWE. Exactly. So like I say, one thing I will respect about Triple H, not only is in the ring, but he's also developing on the talent as well. And also and you gotta give this up to him, he's also working the phones too, trying to bring in ta- trying to bring other talents. So Well, I think his team, his recruiting team is pretty well. I mean you got Will and Regal, you have Norman Smiley, you have uh, fucking, um, you have 
what's the name? What do they call it? Fucking the head coach for, uh, the head coach for, um, WWE NXT mm-hmm. and the fact the one thing I like about Triple H is you know one one of the uh, interviews he did he he likes to he likes to gamble on himself you know because think about it he's had WWE has had lucrative opportunities think about it, even with the whole uh, OTD with the streaming with the Matt streaming Bloom. Matt Bloom thank you with Matt Bloom and I mean think about it Shawn Michaels is running the, at the Performance Center and the years that that Shawn Michaels has and the stuff that he's been doing. Correct. Like, and he's finally on the back end and actually training these kids. You got Matt Bloom who has years of experience from 98 to 2014. That, that shows his how how great he is. Exactly. Like, and he, he wasn't like the well-known like Albert when he was Albert or uh, Prince Albert, you know, <laughs> but he has the ring psychology. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. Tinsu. Tensai. Tensai. <laughs> yeah, that stuff like that. But you know, he had a stint, and he, he should have kept. They should have kept that gimmick going. He had his run in, in New Japan as well, so he's well traveled. Then you got Sarah Mato heading the women's the assistant head coach, plus also developing the females. Like Sarah Mato was like fucking badass. Like mm-hmm. if you never seen her wrestle, like she was one of the most dangerous dangerous strikers out in the in the business. So for them to pick up Sarah Mato and just like have her come down and just come just changed the women's division there it's it's pretty awesome um she wrestled from 2000 to 2012 so the 12 year 12 year ring ring her 12 year um her 12 year wrestling career you know she accomplished a lot of things and for her to go into into a cultural and be successful at it shows you how how well triple h fixes people Shawn michaels he, he he's been doing this shit from 85 to present he's been getting the ring in and out the ring from 2010 when he exactly. retired um so he's pretty much pretty good exactly um, but also what i like also about the performance center that, that that they're developing is they're doing more than just the wrestling now you now they're also going behind the scenes they're working on the storylines the camera angles pretty well much they, they, to, they do the it. whole production there. they do that's what i'm saying they, they're so doing the, the whole the production center has the whole production aspect of it so they teach you how to how to be in front of the camera they teach you how to how to do your ring entrance they teach you how to how to talk on the mic exactly so, it's, it's like damn it's like a whole they it, call it like this it's kind of like a whole wrestling school so we, we, it is a wrestling school yeah it's like a but it's a performance center so but then you got coaches like terry taylor people that wrestled from 79 to 95 you have people like robbie brookside mm-hmm. like famous ash famous wrestlers that wrestled from 81 to 2013 um you have Steve Carino who wrestled from 2094 to 2016. Steve Carino used to be a big person in Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. and he he took the role and went down there. You have Serena D who who pretty much was was there in the Attitude Era. Exactly. And then you also have people like Scott Garland, which is basically uh, he is Scotty Tuhati. Yeah. You know you got people. You got people with experience who's been through this, and now they're teaching the new generation of wrestlers. This is how you handle your business. And then you look at um, the NXT UK brand. You brought what you have there, the Johnny Saint, and all these people that he's bringing in for the UK brand. Like it shows you the the level of how he thinks and how it shows you how he is has a has a has a business person, but also has a person that loves wrestling and wants right. to see successful wrestling. Exactly. So. Yeah, it opened up a Triple H. You didn't open up a whole school. Golly, exactly. He didn't open up a school. Let's call this all it is. And it gets them, op- and it gets people. It gets some of the stars like you know that aren't used to WWE style of, of performing, like people that come from the Indies or other companies, and Correct. puts them in there. Gives them, gives them the t- gives them t- TV time, makes them build them, and gets them ready for WWE TV. So exactly. Yeah. So, but big ups to Triple H. Golly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there's 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 talks that they're opening up a school in India. They wanna, they Did open, they do the one in South America yet? Not yet. They, not they, yet. They're, they're working. There's on. rumors that there's there's a performance center coming to India, South America, Canada. I want to say maybe. I wouldn't mind. They need to. That, that, that that's that's a no brainer. Um, England. They already have the performance center in England. So right. and I think and, and also you said China. I think they say they got one going Either on. Either China and Japan. Japan. Yeah, to Japan. Thank you, Japan. Thank you. Either or. Thank you. But that would be that that would kind of be interesting because they'll be stepping in New Japan's territory. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so we're gonna we'll, see how they we'll gonna react see how to that. that goes. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. But either way. But yeah. Either way, it's gonna be an interesting time. We have um. With NXT coming to USA in two weeks, mm-hmm. next week, two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I always yeah. thought about a lot is 
You know, and then seriously, you know, with A W, do you really think this whole this whole thing was plotted with A W A W? What you think? There's a rumor that it is, but I mean, I don't see it. But it wouldn't. But if they, you know, who I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. Somebody made a a a, somebody I forgot who it was. I think it was. Fuck, I gotta look it up now because somebody. Yeah. um, Yeah, because when you think about it, you know. Think about it like this. We we all know their day is daddy. Let's call it what it is. And then you have all these. And let's call it what it is. They're all let's call it what it is. They're all working together. You know, they're all working together. Whether it's against each other or trying to see what the competition is like. You know, because the audience is really intrigued right now to see how this is gonna pan out. Obviously, everybody gonna make their money. But my thing is, just like I feel like they're all working together, honestly, because it's like, okay, good. You see what we're doing here in WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor. Vince Russo. Vince Russo, thank you. Yeah, that's that's, where, that's that, where I got it from. That's yeah. where I got it from. So, yeah, the, the rumor that Vince Russo said that AW and WWE are working the same thing, it, it I'd say, I want to say it's true, but I want to say it's not because of the fact that, I mean, the cons have no relation with WWE. Correct. And, uh, and, and you already know how Cody and the Young Bucks and, all, and the Elite are. They, they're kind of like anti-WWE <laughs> at the moment. Exactly. So. But it doesn't matter because my thing is y'all been well between the both of them they've been they know how each other work. You've seen their experience with the wrestlers. I, I see think, the business. I think side. it's a good thing for the business. Exactly. It's good comp it's good. But at the same time, I I don't think they're working together. If they are working together, it'll be a big ass bombshell that like the wrestling world would stop if they ever find out that Exactly. They, they try together. to keep this out of the rats. Yeah, so I, and I and I doubt it because with with Vince focusing on XFL, right? So it's it it it, it that well you never know with yeah. Vince in XFL yeah. and the people he has. Mm-hmm. Might be, but, and I wouldn't be shocked if some that wouldn't be shocked if some of these. I'm telling, I know it ain't gonna happen, but it wouldn't be shocked if some of these wrestlers wind up on their field. I mean, think about it. You nah, I doubt some, it. I think that's him, one thing. That's one thing he he learned from the last time he did that. So he did. So the last time he did have wrestlers. Yeah, he did have some of the yeah, wrestlers okay. that weren't being used as players, and I think he he's learning how to keep people keep it as keep, keep it WWE. keep it separate. Yeah, because keep he, it separate. even even okay. even when he filed for the trademark to get XFL back, he created a whole different a whole another company for it, for it. He sold a shitload of his stock to be able to to finance this. So um, it, it's it's separate. He's keeping everything separate. He's taking a couple of like the higher up people that are in corporate right. to XFL to help out, but other than that, it's you know he's not doing anything. I think Ryan at this point, I, my my thing is at this point, and I know this is you know redundant, but you know WWE is officially become its own money making machine. It's always been. It's always been that. But think about it like now they have now they have a and a, a, a WWE has started their own podcast service. Correct. Because a lot of the wrestlers have their own podcasts. Of course, so it's like so, we're gonna make some money. And now, and now they're, they're, there's another rumor out there. Like I said, here, here, who the rest of the podcast we like to keep rumors have the out rumors until they're confirmed. But there's also mm-hmm. a rumor that they're also gonna do their own fantasy league next year, like football Ooh. fantasy league. Ooh. Yeah, interesting. Ooh, that's gonna be very interesting. So I mean, think about it with the success of Total Divas, Total Bellas. The Miz and Mrs. Right. You know, they're on USA and E and E networks. Not and not to mention the WWE studios making movies. Yeah, that that, that too, plus also what they do in the community. Like WWE is a a self generated machine that's gonna keep going forever. Exactly. Um so that the, the people wanting WWE to fail, they're not gonna fail because they're not that. going to. That's why I always say that's why I always say, you know, whether the ratings are up Raiders are down. WWE still gonna put ass to seats. WWE is still gonna continue to generate revenue, millions and millions. And here's one thing. Come. Here's one thing that yes. I really do dislike at times. Like, like I I see the dirt sheets. Like what I call them the dirt sheets, and I, I I follow some of it. But some of the times, like what annoys me is the fact that they report these things and they don't even they get they get it from a source that they say sources close to WWE. You know, sometimes. They, 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 those sources throw out breadcrumbs to throw them away from what it is. Not to mention so, the fact that they they can change just like that. And yeah. So, on, so like everything going on, yeah. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they're right, sometimes, but sometimes they just pull shit out their ass that they don't even know what's going on. Exactly. So you know, I think right now, like from now on, my my theory is just keep rumors how they are mm-hmm. rumors until, until they're confirmed. confirmed or until it actually happens because you know. We could say this much about this this thing, this or the other, mm-hmm. but until WWE does it, then it doesn't really matter. Or until AEW does it, does, it really doesn't matter. Right. Like, you know, 
going back to AEW, like Chris Jericho versus Hangman Page, like, um, was it Baron Corbin or somebody has said it, like, you know, you're if people give so much shit to WWE because they put the title on Lester or an older guy, or they put some titles on older people, to, and but yet again, you know, Chris Jericho wins the the AEW title on exactly. His, so like, you know, it, it's a it's a fuck. It's sad because it's a fucking um, it it, it it it's sad because it's kind of like okay, if AEW does it or if another company does it, it's okay. But if WWE yeah. does it, then it's like it's they're just being shitty exactly so i i at this point i'm like okay let's just enjoy wrestling for what it is exactly whatever happens it happens, it happens. i'm yeah. still yet to be be like wild by aw but like but they're on the come up so just get up. like i said in the beginning give it I, give I, it time I, said, I give it five years to five to five years to actually that's reasonable prove, prove, prove something right to me that's that's reasonable but, but yeah but yeah either way man uh we come to the end of the show Man, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. We covered yeah. a lot. I know, right? <laughs> we covered a lot. So, but yeah, um, no, no, no boxing coming up. That's pretty much like out the out the out the world. Triple G is fighting, but eh. and then of course the Anthony Joshua rematch. With, yeah, so um, you know, so Deontay Wilder, right? No, no, no. And the uh, no, what's the, the Spaniel? I forgot his name. Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're gonna have their rematch. I believe. Ooh. Cruz, I think is his last name. I think so. Though. I think the next next month, I think, or is it coming a little bit further than that? Actually, I think that that, that is worth talking about. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Andy Reese, there you go. Right. The rematch. The rematch. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So I think. Ooh, that's gonna be a good one. Let's see what Anthony Joshua does if he if he ready. I think I think he can. I think he gonna. I think it's gonna be a little bit more. I think he's gonna go. Of course, gonna go to twelve rounds. Obviously, I doubt it. You think? You don't think so? Think somebody gonna get a knockout? I think Anthony Reese might actually knock that out again. Oh come on. We'll see. We'll see. All right, but either way, uh, UFC. I haven't covered UFC in a minute. Um, I haven't seen anything that's really kept my attention. Um, So, but Mm -hmm. either way. All right, so. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Who Can Rest and Podcast um, on both sites. Um, we're going to put up our YouTube page, Who Can Rest and Podcast. We can start that up again. We're going to see this video on there and on our uh, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So um, follow me on Twitter. I am Silverado. Follow me on Twitter, Monty underscore dollars. Follow me on Instagram, I am Mr. Laredo. Yes, sir. And no, you cannot have my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, from Hookah Rest of Podcast family, we are here to say out. Peace. Peace.